What's going on, guys? Welcome into the Fortress of Comicude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. I'm Kylie. This is a creator-focused episode. It's a show we do once a month where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket and we talk about stuff they worked on and their career. And then at the end of this episode, we'll pull out next month's creator-focused episode. Mary, who yeah. are we talking about this week? I wasn't the one that pulled the name out of the hat. Aaron, who are we you. talking about? Yeah, that's true. We do... <laughs> Uh, Zack Snyder? <laughs> <laughs> no. Meh, wrong. How do we Scott, Scott Snyder. Snyder. God damn it. <laughs> I haven't even been that drinking. The best. I have not the been best. drinking. I feel... I think they're cousins, but I don't know. I could be <laughs> all wrong. All the Snyders, they're all We'll know it's when we hear the information it's about part of that man. Snyder clip. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, they're not. Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> So Aaron was really off. They're Scott related. Just, they're related by like so far back that they're not related anymore. <laughs> you know, if I had been They could get married and have babies maybe. and it wouldn't cause any birth deficiencies. Ah, Snyder's not a common name either. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is he related to D? feel like it would have been Jack Snyder. <laughs> Why am I thinking Zack hey, Snyder? He's not going to take Because his name is Snyder? <laughs> but what were what? And they've both known so for DC-related yeah. things, I guess? Very dark DC shit. But Snyder's stuff is mostly liked. Scott Snyder's stuff is mostly liked. Yeah. Versus Zack Snyder's stuff is mostly not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Regarding DC property he wrote anyway. Iron Man? He wrote a lot of things. Iron Man Noir. So, these are basically divided into two Don't. parts. We'll do a history and then we're going to do a book reports, which uh, my fellow podcasters have chosen things to read. They're going to talk about them later on. But first. Yes. But first. But first. The, first. the news. But first. There's more. The news? <laughs> the news. <laughs> but first. Yeah. This is CNN. <laughs> Scott Snyder is 45 years old. He was born on January 1st, 1976. His birthday is New Year's Day. Huh. He's 45? He's he Kylie's 45. age. Wait, you're 46, right? Yeah. Okay, check. He could be <laughs> He's Kylie's father. age. Wait, no, he's not. Never mind. <laughs> Oh no! My Notable father. works include Voodoo Heart, American Vampire, hmm. Batman, mm. Swamp Thing, Wait, Justice League, Batman? Dark Knight's Metal, Detective Comics, and I mean he's got a, a pretty good amount of work yeah, under his belt. A list a mile point. long. Keep but, going. Uh, Witches. Yeah, but there, there's there's a few um, awards. In 2011, he won an Witches? Eisner for Best New Series with Stephen King. Uh, it's Albuquerque and and Raphael Albuquerque for American, American Vampire. Vampire. Yeah. Uh, 2011, a Harvey Award for Best New Series for American Vampire as well. 2012, an Eagle Award for Best Writer. Ooh. And 2012, Stan Lee Award for Best Ongoing Series, Detective Comics. And then uh, 2012, Stan Lee Award for Best Writer. 2012, Stan Lee Award for Man of the Year. How do you get Man of the Year? When was his birthday? January 1st, okay. New Year's Day. Wow. That was what you picked up on? Wow. <laughs> yes. Not the man of the year award, but the. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got wow. 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 Do I sound like it? No. Oh. I, know who who is, I know what you're trying to do, she? and no. I share a birthday with him. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. I like how we all know wow. who it is. Yeah, I know. Except me. Wow. I was like, who? Who was it? Wow. 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 Nope, no idea. <laughs> is it because my voice is too high? Is that why? I'm sorry. No, no. Let's go. I think it's just because... Never mind. <laughs> I'm a woman. I was going to say something really bad. No. <laughs> don't be... Because I'm not it. good. I'm not going to do it. Um, at the age of nine, Snyder Ooh. attended a summer camp where one of the counselors read Stephen oh, King's... No, no! <laughs> What? Oh. I thought that was going a totally oh, different direction. My God. Don't bring up summer camp. <laughs> oh, you guys laughed at me. I married some. <laughs> you didn't Come see on, that coming. Come on, dude. Both me and Kylie <laughs> were just like, oh, don't do it, don't do it. A counselor read him Eyes of the Dragon from Stephen King. Um, an experience that Snyder said really jump-started my love of storytelling. Oh, it jump-started something. Oh, come on. <laughs> Snyder graduated from Brown University in 1998 with a degree in creative writing and then worked at Walt Disney World for about a year. He initially worked as a custodian, but after he injured his shoulder and started to have some problems with his co-workers, he auditioned and worked as some of the characters, including Buzz Lightyear. Huh. 
So in nineteen ninety in like nineteen ninety nine, you could have went to Disney World and had Scott Snyder in a Buzz Lightyear costume <laughs> take a picture with you. Uh, Snyder's Disney World stint strongly influenced his writing, he later recalled. It did a world of good for my writing. All the things I ended up writing about, those things that are deeply frightening to me. Fear of commitment growing up, fear of losing loved ones. The wonder and terror of falling in love and all of it was constantly being played out of all uh, all around me, this weird, cartoonish, magnificent world of Disney. Wait, wait, wait. Did he ever do, because it would be awesome if he did like a whole comic about people who had to dress in those costumes and like deal with those people because that's a fear because that's a fear because could you see that having furries, to... the fear of furries. oh my god <laughs> the fear that the people at walt disney world are actually mass murderers oh it could have gone that way too i just thought i mean it it's in be... florida anything's possible oh, yeah. <laughs> florida yeah florida man <laughs> his first collection of stories was called voodoo heart it was published by dial press in june 2006 uh, the collection received starred reviews from Publishers Weekly and Booklist and was a Kirkus Review hot debut of the year. The New York Times published a positive review by author Andrew Sean Greer in the Sunday Book Review. In 2009, Snyder began writing for Marvel Comics. His first foray into the genre was a one-shot focusing on the first Human Torch, the original Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Um, part of Marvel's 70th anniversary celebrations, he later wrote the four-issue miniseries Iron Man Noir, which debuted in <laughs> April of 2010. Wow. More on that later. Yes. Vertigo began publishing American Vampire, Snyder's first creator-owned ongoing series in March 2010. Yep. This uh, first five-issue series features an original storyline by Stephen King. American Vampire won the 2011 Eisner Award, like we mentioned earlier, for Best New Series, as well as the Harvey Award. Um, Then his run on Detective Comics began with issue number 871, which came out in January of 2011. It's pretty awesome that he got to work with the guy who got him into... You know, got him excited about yeah. writing, that especially that early cool. in his career. He wasn't a name really yeah. at that point. That's kind of curious. I wonder how that came about, though. I read American Vampire because it was yeah. That's Stephen true. King was doing the backup stuff in that. that right. First, that'd that be first curious stuff. to see yeah. how he kind of accidentally. Because I mean, you're right. He only had like what two books under his belt by that time. Uh, his his writing on Detective Comics marked the beginning of his exclusive contract with DC. He and Kyle Higgins wrote the Batman Gates of Gotham miniseries, which also debuted in May of 2011. So here, here's where things really start to pick up, because in September of 2011, Snyder became the writer of both Batman and the new Swamp Thing ongoing series as part of DC's New 52, the company-wide relaunch of all of its titles. Snyder's Batman series was created... Uh, a number of critical acclaimed fan stories and reinventing classic characters for DC's then continuity. Snyder later became a co-writer of Talon, which was a spinoff of The Court of Owls. Remember that? Little... I read that. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. It was all right. Yeah, was focused on read. a rogue Talon from The Court of Owls. So I, I that to me was where Scott Snyder kind of became like the bit the New Fifty Two Batman was really like I remember Black Mirror and stuff when it happening, but. I remember when they first announced the New 52 and they had the whole lineup of everything. It was like, okay, Batman's the big book. It was like, Scott Snyder, that's the guy they're giving Batman to? I'm going to tell my Batman story really quick. Because I had been reading every goddamn Batman title since I was 12. Right. Up until Grant Morrison came and took over. (laughs) And I read that first three issue. Because basically when Grant Morrison came on, he did that. I think it was three issues where he Mm. introduced Damien. And then he left for Batman and Son. A few a few yeah. issues, and someone came and did some filling issues, and then Grant Morrison was coming in like full time on Batman. Yeah, yeah, he ruined it. So I read those three issues, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm dropping Batman. This is the first time in years that I'm I'm not going to read Batman." I dropped it. The guy that ran the comic shop at the time, when he saw me, the next time he saw me, he's like, "Hey, I noticed you dropped Batman." I'm like, "Yeah, I did." He's like. Well, Grant Morrison's coming back to it. Just just so you know, he's 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 coming back, so you, you might want to add it again. I'm like, no, no, he's the reason I'm dropping it. I know he's coming back. Uh-huh. He's the reason I don't want to read it anymore. It was Black Mirror um, that I think it was Matt. You met Matt. Yep. He was explaining the storyline that was going on that Snyder was writing in Black Mirror. And I'm like, this sounds really dark and disturbing i want to pick this up so i I started picking up those issues and it was right before they did the the new 52 Mm -hmm. so it was he he was writing that detective stuff right up till the end yep and then when they announced that he was going to be the 
the writer of Batman, Grant Morrison, was done and Scott Snyder's writing, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm back. Yep. I'm, I'm back reading Batman. And it was fucking Yes, awesome. it was. We'll um, talk about that later, I also too. love the, the the Grant Morrison Batman stuff that you know. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. No. Mm-hmm. It was pretty Was Grant bad. Morrison the one that had, like, the little flying imp guy? Batmite? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's been well, around he didn't, for a he while. He create him, but yeah, he, he's in Batman already. I think Grant Morrison either hits it out of the field or he... Buries it so deep under the ground that and it was like the color thing. He hits it and then he takes another hit. <laughs> so that was that him. <clears throat> yeah, that okay. was terrible. Uh, I don't remember. I just but um, <laughs> sorry, enough this... about Grant Morrison's horse shit. Uh, Scott Snyder said when he 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 didn't know that they were going to do a relaunch, so he went to go pitch for Batman. He pitched the Court of Owls idea for the book. And then they gave it to him, and he was like, awesome. And they're like, oh, yeah, and also, by the way, this is going to be Batman number one. It's going to start in Batman number one. So he didn't pitch this to relaunch. So that's why, like, Batman in the New 52 doesn't really feel like a relaunch of anything because Snyder said himself, he's like, I just wrote it as if it was just going to keep going. It wasn't and Batman, for the most part, was one of those they didn't really mess a lot yeah. with. Him and Green Lantern. Those Green Lantern, those Green like, Lantern literally just picked up where it yeah. left off. Because Jeff was, Johns was like, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the middle of this whole goddamn thing. I'm not starting over. You guys can go suck a dick. It was after Court of Owls where they brought up, like, it had only been like five years or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was and the whole thing. I remember when they started doing those. Uh, I think they printed them in the zero books. issues. Well, they did, they did the zero issues, but they did like a breakdown of the characters, and it would say Batman oh. first appearance, and it would say Batman number one, and I'm yeah. like, no, you guys can't erase your history with this reboot. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, my other favorite story about the new Fifty Two Batman was so Snyder and Capullo have become kind of this like. Oh yeah, just major team, right? But they had never worked together before this. This was Batman number one. That's the first time they they teamed up. So, um, and 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 he didn't get to pick Capullo. That they had DC had gotten Capullo over from Spawn, to and they come. didn't think they could work together. The yeah, St- Snyder and Capullo. Thought yeah, so so Snyder, so Snyder didn't pick Capullo. DC huh. got him to come C, over from Spawn and sign a contract. Like we're gonna get, he's the big new artist. We're gonna bring in here. We're gonna put him on Batman, and so. This almost didn't work out right from the beginning because their relationship began on a really bad note. Yeah. Because the, the, the yeah, the way Capullo explained it, he's like, you know, he he drew over eighty issues of Spawn. He drew that book for a long oh, fucking yeah. time. And <coughs> with with Todd McFarlane writing that book, he's an artist, right? He's not a, he, he's an artist that writes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. The, his headspace is different, and the way Capullo explained it is like when I would get scripts from Todd for Spawn, they were very basic, and they were almost more just like here are the characters in the scene, here's the dialogue. He said, so I would get I would get a script that's like, okay, Sam and Twitch, and this is what they're saying. He goes, I could put them in a car, I could put them in a coffee shop, I could put them in the police precinct, I could do. He said I had a lot of freedom to kind of play, and Scott Snyder does full scripts. It's like panel one. Gotham PD, angle of this, Jim Gordon. You have to draw what he very, says. Very, very yeah. specific, and which is the way a lot of people write. Yeah. But that was a real problem. Because they have Capullo. like a vision when yeah. they're writing. So when they first started going, Capullo was like, these scripts aren't, I don't want it to get in the way of the art. And Snyder was like, well, I don't want your fucking art to get in the way of my script. And <laughs> I, I guess they, they went toe-to-toe a couple times about it. And eventually, like now they're like, one of the greatest teams of like the last 10 years of comics, but it's just crazy. Like this almost didn't happen. Hmm. So kind of crazy. Yeah. I know when I have to go in the office and someone checks me, I'm like, you bitches. <laughs> that was one of the I reasons why shit, when, when, when we did the comic book club episode with CV with, for triage, I was yeah. like, when you're writing something that you know, you're going to draw, do you still write a full script? And he said he does, yeah. but I'm like, I, I that kind of surprised me because like, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, yeah, yeah. But he said he still writes like a yeah, full script it, for him. You have to have somewhere to go. I mean, it's like your foundation. Uh, in 2012 at the New York Comic Con, it was announced that Snyder would be writing a new Superman ongoing series, which was a, it was a mini series titled Superman Unchained with oh. art by Jim Lee. The series began publication in June of 2013 to kind of coincide with the Man of Steel uh, movie that came out that same month. Did that, you like it? It's all right. It was all right. It had that gimmicky 
poster fold out of the first issue that mm-hmm. was actually part of the story. So you had to like unfold it from the comic to read this. It was, I don't know. That was something from the 90s. It's, it's one of the better things to come out of <laughs> New 52 Superman, I guess. That's about as mm-hmm. good of a compliment as I can give it because most of that stuff is pretty bad. Yeah. Superman Unchained is is very tolerable. That's about as good as you I can give it. You know what? Let's go back to Grant Morrison. I was actually surprised with how incredible. much I liked Action Comics with the New 52. I, his Action Comics, I think, is awesome. Okay. Again, but, either hits it out of the yeah. park or buries it deep. Balls deep into the ground. But the the Jim Lee's art on Superman Unchained is fucking awesome. Like oh, beautiful. It, it's, it's worth reading just to look at it, but, you know, the story's fine. Uh, <laughs> Snyder left Swamp Thing as of issue 18 in uh, May of 2013 and began writing The Wake, which was a 10-issue ocean-based horror miniseries drawn by Snyder's American Vampire Survival of the Fittest collaborator, Sean Gordon Murphy, uh, mm. This who's now become a giant Jesus, name at DC. Yeah. <laughs> This series followed marine biologist Lee Archer, who, along with the Department of Homeland Security, discovered a potential threat to humanity that may invoke strange humanoid creatures that inhabit the ocean depths. The story shifted between three time periods. Was it Aquaman? The near future, two centuries in the future, and the distant past. The covers of the first five issues uh, form a mural when they're placed side by side. Hmm. Anyone read that? I haven't read that. I read it. Okay. I enjoyed it. It kind of reminded me of the thing a little bit underwater. Okay. The thing but underwater. The thing but underwater. It's awkward. Uh, Snyder was a co-writer of Batman Eternal. You remember that fucking thing that went on forever? Batman Eternal was, was Eternal. fine, <laughs> and then they like they did what they did with the the fi- with fifty two. Yeah. They did like the countdown, and it's like no no no, yeah. just give me one. I don't need another weekly. It book. just went on so long. Yeah, it went on, and then it's like, hey, you know what? You like that so much? We're giving you Batman and Robin Eternal. Oh, it's coming. Which launched in <laughs> April twenty fourteen. The second run, Batman Eternal, retitled as Batman and Robin Eternal. This launched on October 7th, 2015, and in 2016, Snyder and artist John Romita Jr. collaborated on All-Star Batman, which was part of the DC Rebirth mm. relaunch. That series, I feel like they heavily advertised when Rebirth was launching, and it was here and gone so quick. I think they only did, like, mm-hmm. did they even do 10 issues of that? I don't think it hit no. 10 it, at I mean, all. It, I'm thinking 7, maybe? Maybe. It was maybe. It was here and gone really quickly. It seemed like it was late a lot. What? Okay, so what weekly book actually made it? 52. 52. But I mean, like, even... I mean, Batman and Robin e- Eternal, yeah. or Batman Eternal did well. Right. But again... But I mean, ones that are successes that I can say like it successfully pulled it yeah, off. Yeah. Um, Avengers: No Surrender was another one that was much shorter. But that was a yeah, weekly it wasn't book. a yearly thing, but yeah, um, it was weekly. I just think it. But then even you- Marvel got greedy. They tried to do it again with like Avengers. What was it? No Road Home was the other one they did, and that one wasn't and that nearly did not, as good. Yeah. But I, fifty-two for for my money is the best. Like Could weekly, because they, they did it smart. Okay, you mean fifty-two, fifty-two, not just, new. Yeah, not no. new fifty-two. It was called fifty-two. 52. I just wanted to make sure fifty-two issues. Maybe once the a best week. writing team of all time: Grant was, Morrison, Mark Wade, Jeff Johns, and uh, Greg Rucka. I, I, like th- those are your writers. Yeah. It's incredible. It, just, it felt like Batman Eternal felt there were it had good moments and it had it was sure. ups and downs and but like you know. the, the task you, of putting the cool together shit was cool well, shit. The task of putting together a fifty two week full year weekly series, the fact that they even pulled that off and it's even halfway de- I think it's really good. But the fact that it's even halfway decent I think is a pretty big accomplishment. Well, I mean, in theory though, you should be able to have like um it really good because it's a year. You should have been able to plan that shit. And they did. That's why it yeah. worked. It, that was the first time. weekly comic series, I think, that it seemed like it was actually mapped out. And they, they put the time in it to make it... DC doesn't map things out. They did this time. <laughs> so, For 52, they did. Oh, yeah. 52 yeah. is the... Did finish. they draw the line at 299? They no. did. Like three times. <laughs> <laughs> 299, and we won't up our prices until... You don't remember that we said and that we won't up our prices. What's the Batman book I scanned in this week? It was like $7. <laughs> you suck my dick. <laughs> Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo teamed back up for Dark Knight's Metal, which is a limited series that launched in August 2017. Snyder and artist Andy Kubert created the new Challengers, part of the new DC Age of Heroes. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. No. Um, and then uh, him and Raphael Albuquerque created... Uh, oh... The fifth season, which was a chapter in Action Comics at that one thousand, it was a that was a short story that they did in the big anthology thing. 
Um, he co-wrote Justice League No Justice with Joshua Williamson and James Tynan IV, with art by Francis Manipole. Following that, Snyder relaunched the main Justice League series with art from Jim Chung and Jorge Jimenez. Um, that ran for like 40 issues or so, and I read the whole thing and barely got to the end of it. Just <laughs> was like dragging to the end of it. Um, what was No Justice? Justice League No Justice was like the it was a four was issue miniseries alternate that, that universe. S- no, it set up his Justice League. Oh, okay. Oh, that was like so. At the end of Dark Knight's Metal, they have a whole big cosmic thing, and they, oh, I didn't they, read that. They tear a hole into the Source Wall. If anyone doesn't know, the Source Wall it sounded dumb. The Source Wall is like this thing that's at the edge of the DC <laughs> universe. Isn't the Source Wall the thing that Superboy blasted through that one time? No. That was that one time the walls of reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I thought the it was the same wall, thing. <laughs> it may it's, as well it, be. It, it's the end of the universe. Like that's the edge of it. That's the end. If you uh, just fly, I saw that out Star Trek space. episode. <laughs> and so, and if you get stuck in it, you're stuck in it forever. You forever? can't get out. Yeah. There's no. And nobody, I thought that's where nobody they knows went what's on, on the other side of it. Um, Grant Morrison says the Marvel universe is on the other side of the source wall. Oh. But he said DC would never let him publish that book. <laughs> he what says was, he tried many times. <laughs> what was the alien's um, name in Futurama for the edge of the universe thing that they were doing? The Beast with a Thousand Backs? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I can't saying? remember. Okay, okay. Moving I know it on. Was, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> David crossed it, the voice. Oh, okay. Anyways, No Justice was just dealing with these monsters that came out from the other side of the source wall. No, the edge of the universe was like the other side. They saw like cowboy versions of themselves. Right? Was that it? Futurama? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Snyder created this like awful villain named Perpetua that she was Good like job, the. Snyder. Yeah, she was like the the maker of everything. Was she did she, have did big she perpetually so get she evil? Was, no, she, she just was from the beginning. Oh. I was just curious. Did she have big boobs? Did she no. make everything in seven days? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Six days and rested on the seventh day. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. If it was a woman, she would have unmade everything in seven days. Uh, in, 20, in 2019, uh, Snyder and Capullo team back up again for a DC Black Label miniseries called Batman The Last Night on Earth, which was kind of like his, supposed to be his kind of final word on Batman. And it was interesting. Did you read it? No, I didn't. Okay. I, you, I it, heard you talk about it, though. Like All Star Superman, where Superman dies? No. Oh no! Um, no he, he, he Batman was dead from the get go of this book. He, oh. he, he, you find out he's he'd been cloning himself. So and this is like set uh, way in the future. The most recent thing is Dark Knight's Death Metal, which was the the series to the original Dark Knight's Metal, which that's kind of still coming out. Yeah, it won't end now. So that's that's gotcha. pretty current. Hold your shit together. Just let it die. And Snyder <laughs> gave us the Batman who laughs. Is probably one of the more popular new characters of recent years that just was everywhere instantly. Yeah, what's up with him? Is he Bruce Wayne? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't read it. So. The Batman Who Laughs. <laughs> so in Dark Knight's Metal, there you find out there's like a... So there's there's a multiverse of 52 Earths in yeah. DC. There's also like an... A dark multiverse <gasps> a dark of 52 Earths. This like, is it's where like, that 52 comes from. Yeah. 52 oh my God, plus 52 I get it. makes 104. It, <laughs> It's Do like the math a, it's like a, one more time. Fifty-two plus fifty-two equals one hundred and four. That is how math works. <laughs> it's like a negative multiverse. It's like the inverse. Oh, of the negative. so that everything what's, equals zero. What's fifty-two <laughs> minus fifty-two? Zero. zero. Oh, it's the zero verse. Or plus We're negative fifty-two. The, the ground. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Moving on. Um, she, she's taking this very seriously. She's so there's all these alternate. There were all these alternate versions of Batman. Some of them were good. Some of them were evil. The most popular one was, was called the Batman Who Laughs. In this universe, the uh, Batman finally snaps and decides to kill the Joker. He's finally had enough of it, and Joker put this like toxin thing in his heart that when whenever he dies, it releases like a, a gas, so whoever kills him becomes the, the next new Joker. Joker. Basically. And then so, he has so little Robins on leashes. So the Batman who laughs is That's basically like Joker's him. insanity, but nice. still with Batman's like strategical. It's like what if what if Joker was smarter? I think, I think the word is strategery. Yeah, strategery. <laughs> what is? Yeah. So it's it's basically what if the Joker was still was like really smart? What if he was like an expert strategist? Wasn't That's the Batman who laughs. Still an expert. And, yeah, in in this thing they say that he is. Yeah. 
But Greg Capullo gave him an awesome Martin design. I'll give him that. Like oh, he, he I, looks cool. He, looks, he does in look general, cool. I, I mean, could care he, less. He just, I liked it. Like during Dark Knight's Metal, I, I was like, this is cool. It's a cool character. And then it was just everywhere in every, like as soon as Dark Knight's Metal was over, miniseries. Snyder was writing Justice League. He started showing up in Justice oh. League. Plus they did the six issue miniseries with Batman Superman. Drew. He was, he was there in with that. issue one. And it was like, good God, guys. No, I think this there fucking... is an argument to say that the Joker is... Smarter Pretty than- smart. I, I don't think he's stupid. I'm not trying to say like he's stupid, but like, but it's like, but like he, like Batman's like an expert level strategist and like so why does detective Joker- and everything else. So it's like it's that with Joker's unhinged mm-hmm. I love think it for would chaos. Be I guess. Yeah. Interesting to see. Anyways, I don't think the Joker. So if you would. It doesn't matter because I never read the book. I don't know why I'm egging you all on. So Strategery. Strategery. <laughs> Strategery. That was a that was a W word. That was Strategery. A... Strategery. Oh. Strategery. Like you know what they say. Nuclear. <laughs> shame on me. Shame. Fool me twice. How are you supposed to say that? I forgot. Shame on you again. Don't get fooled 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 again. Don't Oh, I don't know. I, I'm sure it'll so be it was metal, thrash metal. Death metal. <laughs> thrash metal. <laughs> your mom's metal. Well, Dark Knight's like metal should... up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should have led up to death metal because right now it's it's on death metal. You said yeah, death, death metal. metal is the second series. Like, it it should have been. It should have been metal. Then it should have been like. Now it's death metal. Thrash metal. metal and... Then it should have been like hardcore metal. No, then see, it should have been death metal. No, like no, death no. metal should have been like. You the gotta final. understand, metal is never gonna end. This is gonna go on. And on Viking metal. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Batman use. in one of those fucking horns. Wouldn't that be great? It would have been uh, the same horns. People would buy that shit. Oh, yeah. No, people are buying death metal. And people I will buy anything things. that Scott Snyder writes because Scott Snyder writes a lot of like, uh, put him in big metal suits and ah. He has a love for mech suits. I don't <laughs> yeah, know what it is. I don't know go. what it is. He must have really liked. Um, mobile suit Gundam. Like it's, he must have yeah. liked Gundam. Like it's really cool in Court of Owls when he's like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" Like when Batman puts the mech suit on, like this is cool. But then, and like, then next time he puts a mech suit on, but it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, and then it's like has a red like, brace. Not only does Batman on have one, fucking Commissioner Gordon's gonna be and Batman, then, and he's gonna have a bigger mech suit. And that's when like, I stopped reading Batman. The, it was when, DCU. It was yeah. it was Gordon in the bat suit, but he looked like a bunny rabbit. Bunny I was rabbit, like, yeah. "What the fuck is like, this?" Scott Snyder took it too far. He's your new Grant Morrison. Uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah, like after that zero year stuff, I'm like, okay, we're we're good now. Let me let me tell you my biggest problem with Scott Snyder. I I I like really. Biggest problem with yeah. got right. pet peeve. I like more of his stuff than stuff that I don't like. Yeah, but oh, yeah. the it, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a win lose situation here because Scott Snyder tries to give everybody the most bang for their buck with every comic book he ever writes. He goes for it all all the time. I I, I sometimes kind of call him like the Michael Bay of of comic yes. book writers because his his comic books are very much like. Boom, 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 boom. Lots of stuff happening. Everything is coming to this. Like, every... Scott Snyder is It's always just a gradual thing, and everything has to be, like, a universe-ending kind of a thing. And... It really isn't. Every day goes on. Yeah, Yeah. it's one of those that, like... (laughs) I get like He he tries to make everything as... Like, every comic book Scott Snyder writes is, like, a summer blockbuster where it's, like... This is gonna happen. Look at this car and this explosion. Like... (laughs) Every every single time, and it's like if you're into that, then awesome. But like sometimes it gets just to be a little too much. I'm like, dude, why can't you just write like a like a, a like why can't Batman just go on like 
uh, be a detective. Uh, uh, yeah, Remember like, when Batman yeah. was a detective? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, he's running around with baby Darkseid, and there's all these evil Batman from other universes. I'm like, all right, okay, I get it. Well, and it was, it is those moments, I have to admit, where the books that really, when I was reading hardcore, right, everything in God's Great Earth, it was the... It was Everything a story. In God's <laughs> no, I'm I sorry. my I'm not comic. That <laughs> my comic book cold was out of this world. I was spending so much money on comics. It was the stories that were subtle that had you know the buildup. It was the twists and turns of the story. It was the buildup. It wasn't like you know. It wasn't a Michael Bay. And so you enjoy you know the favorite Batman stories are those ones that are in just oddly insidious you know they they came in they had something and you're like holy shit look what happened and so this is they're beautiful and they're pretty and they're action-packed yet where do you go from there like to uh commissioner gordon and a bunny mexican yeah. <laughs> again it's like you can't you you take it higher and then where do you go from there there's a running joke about scott snyder that like his his best issue is always the penultimate issue it's always the issue before the last one because he has a hard time upping his game he has a hard time sticking the landing sometimes because he just swings for the fences every single time and like if he's do- if he's doing a six issue miniseries like dark knights most like issue five is gonna be awesome and then six is gonna fall apart a little bit because by that point there's just so much shit going on that it's like it's hard and to then just god came keep down. it all together so and then jesus too and then over here, we had this Buddha. He came into play. Again, I just think a well-written story doesn't always have to be big and all over the place. I think Zero Year is like the most like down-to-earth story he did <laughs> during Batman. It was so. good. He made the joke, or the Riddler uh, badass. I mean, his run's a seminal Batman run. It got a lot of people into Batman for the first time or got them back into Batman after nice? so long. that nice? Every once in a while, you're like, mm-hmm. well played. So, and then he didn't let it go. You're like, no, move somewhere different. That new 52 Batman run, there's not a goddamn thing you can say. Yeah, like, that Court of Owls run. Court of Owls. Even, even I, I thought kiss. Death of the Family was fun. A lot of people, like, it, it, again, it's Snyder, so he has to, so go, he has to go to 11. It's like where the Joker's cutting off. his face off. I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like Joker cutting his face off, that he pins it back on with cloth. Not cloth. The the clothespins. But it wouldn't know, be just enough for the Joker to be he, back. He has to have his face cut off. <laughs> because dumb. it's Snyder. It it's has to be dumb. extreme. And that's why I dropped it. I was like, I hate this. So you didn't read Zero Year? Because oh, that, that happened no. before Zero I didn't. Year. Oh, okay. She she made a stand. Yeah. I like Death of the Family. And I, and like, Death, it, Death in the Family, I felt, didn't... Well, you were saying didn't, cool it didn't stick the line. There is some cool shit, but like someone yeah. should have died. Yeah, because yeah. it was a death, death in the family. The stakes. Yeah, I, I, I thought it would have been great if they killed. No, it off, wasn't death um, in the family. It was death of the death, family. death of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. death in the family. They they should have killed Alfred off. That's what yeah. I thought they were leading up to. Yeah, and then they say that, and then they didn't. They and like, then it would have like they it would have brought back like it would have brought everyone back into the Bat family and yeah. everyone would have you know it would have it would have meant something. And then by the end, I'm like they wasted Alfred. Fred's death on Tom King with Bane killing him for yeah. no reason at all, and it was wasted. There was something. Yep. I don't know. I just <sighs> so that that's the history of Scott Snyder. I think I had the issues of Zero Year, but I don't think I ever read a single one. Zero Year. She took a stand, sweet. everybody. She took a stand. I he, think. Did she? I'm he said sure. uh, on a podcast one time that he pushed that back as far as he could because when the New Fifty Two started, they were like, they were putting pressure on a lot of the creative teams. Like, okay, we need to redo origins and establish this new universe and he just he didn't want to do any of that he was like i don't want to and so that's like the third arc in his batman run where he's finally like, okay fine like that that was his version of like okay well i'll do an early batman story of like kind of an origin basically like a flashback like, because they they demanded it basically like, fine they want one i'll give them one but that was i mean he, you take the riddler who i feel is just kind of a kind of a b-level kind of a villain it just he could be good if he's written good he can be awesome. oh and this i mean he he took over gotham for over a year yeah. batman couldn't stop him i mean that's the fucking riddler the, fucking the riddler. riddler the guy with the question marks yeah <laughs> the, riddler. The, the, the one fucking riddler. he's in green oh 
Uh, Mary? Yeah. Do you do a book report for Scott Snyder? Book report. I read <laughs> This is the book report. I'd like to point out this time it's Mary. It is not me. It feels like, it a, shitty, like a shitty local news segment of like, now we go to our, our head anchor, Todd Burke, for the Burke report. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Good evening, America. I'm Todd Burke, and this is the, the Burke, Burke report. report. <laughs> Did I really say oh. it like that? It was awesome. In other news, we're fucked. <laughs> we're going to steal that for responsible man. All right. You guys are going to take the Burke report? Yeah. <laughs> the Burke report. That's uh, Mary's Burke, bu- Burke report. God damn it. <laughs> Copyright responsible man. <laughs> what did I read? I read... Keep it together, Severed. Mary. Come on. Have you, you've read it before, right? I read it before. Um, I grazed through it again okay <laughs> she's like what was it about it's yeah. about okay so your over your overall story is we follow this boy he's about like 12 years old and he's in the search for he wants to find his father that he didn't know oh, he has some father. hints to where he could be he meets a friend this friend who you think is a boy turns out she's actually a girl <gasps> surprise I'm ready. Keep going. Um, they meet up with this um, traveling salesman who says, hey, I know your father, but this traveling salesman we know is actually, he's going to be our, he's our antagonist. He's our pad. He's our pad guy. Our bad guy. <laughs> our pad Thai. <laughs> he had pad Thai and he was a pad he guy. pad Thai. <laughs> he's our bad guy. And he's like a vampire like an everlasting kind of guy they don't really say that he's (laughs) (laughs) they don't really say that he's a vampire he's got the teeth he's got the teeth so you kind of you kind of just assume that he's a vampire okay he's got like these scars on his body he like it's kind of like um zaz where he like marks his victims on his body jerk face okay yeah um and so he's like tormenting them uh they end up getting away Spoiler, it's it's so old. Uh, our main character does grow into an old guy, and our cliffhanger is that they thought that they killed the bad guy, but they didn't. What are and we he talking said he about? Killed the he, bad guy. He, said he, was, he said he was going to do more, but he, I mean, that's Yeah, and he never while. did, because Severed it. is fairly old, isn't it? Oh, yeah, wait. but if he's doing his DC shit, he's got no time to... He's made I mean, he oh, did come back to Image and do Witches, and if you haven't read Witches, you should is, check that out. And, uh, oh, the other witches. thing I forgot to put in my notes is, uh, was it Undiscovered Country? That's the other one he's oh, yeah, doing that's with... Oh, yeah, that's the other one with... I haven't heard of Witches. Oh, no, Charles Soul. you're right, you're right. For Image. Do you know what... What is Witches about i don't witches that live in the forest that live which in the is for- witches i okay yeah. so it's not like a rolled on din is that his name rolled doll yeah you no, no, to, no 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 it, yeah I, it's it's weird rolled doll din rolled <laughs> he's it's a rolled like roll doll din i don't know his name i think she said rolled doll did <laughs> is it rolled doll or like rolled doll rolled doll doll yeah i know i know what you're talking about the rolled doll din it's not like those witches. Okay. Right, no. the same guy that rode that cheerleader with um, Charlie and chopped the factory. I'm, I'm with you on that. I heard <laughs> yes, that. What's his last name? Uh, you got it right. You got it right. Yeah. Roll doll. doll. But it's the way you said it's all like that. Is that yeah. a roll doll name? <laughs> We're talking witches. <laughs> anyway, the guy yeah, who did James and the. <laughs> it's like South Park. Right? Did he do James it? What did Roll Doll do? Is it the same writer? No. Oh, sorry. No, Roll. No, Roald Dahl did James J. Peach, right? Yeah, that's... Roald Dahl did that James with the peach well, that was real big. Well, is the guy who did Witches and but James Scott and the Giant? But did not. He also well, did yeah, that no, giant. No, I know that guy. He did that oh big, God. friendly giant oh and Matilda. God. This is kind of... Sorry. I like those sorry. books. This is kind of a little bit down the... But we're All talking. I wanted to do was say read Witches because it's really... <laughs> okay, Witches. He's like the one that Roald Dahl did. She uh, wanted sorry. to know what was Witches about. I read Severed. In the woods. Witches in the wood. Okay. Not James the Giant it's Peach. Or the witch. <laughs> oh is it witches like... is about a bunch of grown men in South Park. Okay, witches. <laughs> that was a good episode, too. Witches in the woods. Up, like, witches? bitch? Uh, I guess. What? I guess witch? so. Okay. They're, they're more like evil tree-dwelling things. But... Oh. oh, 
with Baba um, Yaga. If you read the trade paperback, there's a thing in the back where he tells you the story, how he came up with it when Who he was a little witches? kid. This was Snyder. No, I mean who published it? Image. Okay. It was image. Hey. Did Jock I draw that? We going back down a rabbit hole. That sounds right. I think Jock yeah. did witches, right? Yeah. yeah. No, don't. Jock. Yeah. Don't. Jock. It's kind of like that one that rolled out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my guys, don't. That's how I remember okay, let's him. Let's move on. I'm sorry I brought up witches. That's Jesus how I remember. Roll, roll all in. <laughs> roll, roll doll. What is the guy's name? Now he has doll. It is really roll doll. Din. No, what? no, no, Din. Just roll doll. Where did the din come from? <laughs> no, roll doll. I'm crying. Roll doll. It's his last name. It's his last name. Doll. doll. Is his last name? <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she thought his name was oh roll God. doll. Din. <laughs> so wait, no. Where did the din come from? <laughs> so wait, how do you spell the, the doll? The guy's name was Roll Doll. I thought I understood Roll. what she was saying before. Yeah. Now I don't now know. Now wait, I L. It's R D A H L. It's yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. R H O A L D. Roll Doll. Where did I get din from? I don't know, but you kept going with it. All I know is he dead. He died in like 1991. I'm sorry. Who's the oh, damn I hurt guy? Now from <laughs> oh, I know. She kept adding the damage, and I'm I like, thought she was so saying sorry. like the witches that Roll Doll did. That's yeah. what I thought she said. Oh. But this just went That's off the That's what I kind of thought. Rails. And then it came to Din, and it kept going. And no, I just sorry. wanted to know if it was the same writer who did James and the Giant Peach. Because yes. when I was a kid, I loved those two books. Yes. I like that book about James okay. with the big peach. Can we if just call get this a- episode Roll Doll Dead? <laughs> if I could get a peach out now, I'm maybe gonna- have food for the whole summer. I'll Roll forever Doll remember Doom. this now. No, you won't, because uh, tomorrow... Uh, I'll make a hell of a cobbler. You might be. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Roll Doll Din to peach you, my friend. <laughs> Roll Doll Din. That's going to be our sign-off. We're going to go to the Roll Doll Din. Moving on to the... What was? What did you call oh her, repro- her, her report? Bro? Burke report. The Burke, the Burke report. report. Yeah. Roll Doll Din. Yeah. The Burke report. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Roll Doll Din. Yeah. Is that like the one that rolled out it? <laughs> Burke report. I apologize. There is a Burke report uh, with the Roll Doll okay, Din. Okay, Aaron read Batman. This is not even... I can't, I can't follow that. I can't. No you one can't. can follow that. I know. I'm like, I wrap Ooh, it up. Aaron has to talk about Kylie's favorite comic book issue of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty... Was it the five? upside down number one? Okay. It went in circles. Yeah, you had to like spin it as you read it. So the writing and the artwork went very well together. What I did you read? I apologize. I said it. I said quarter She did. Oh, I'm, I'm all like, she also said roll doll did, so I don't <laughs> know where we're going. Batman, quarter of owls. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Volume one, quarter of owls. Which is like issues one through eight, and then night of owls is like nine through 12. It was very enjoyable. And then there's, no, I, it's city of owls. Oh, city oh, of owls. Night of owls, you just skip that shit. That's right. It was very enjoyable. Uh, I did like the artwork. The Batman story was original, considering how many Batman stories I have read. There is a lot. Um, Are you at all appalled by Scott Snyder's fetish for, like, ancient Gotham architecture? No. Like, every issue is like, this building in Gotham was built in 1864. uh, It's like, what the fuck does this have to do with it? I almost did Gates of Gotham for this. Uh, And I'm like, she's doing Cordell's. We'll spend two pages talking about architecture in a city that doesn't even exist. (laughs) So that's almost makes it... Okay, for someone to be able to notice the little things mm-hmm. is really great. At the same time, he pulled it in. He didn't just mention it haphazardly. He used the architecture to his advantage because he had to do that. Right. Because at the end of this book, who was the most important you know, part of it was how many the- times they had hidden the owl's nest it helps in make Gotham the feel like a real architecture. Place too. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing is the whole pull with the architecture is the underlining theme when he Because the owls had like They've hidden all their shit, right? right? Yeah. For so how, long. How clever to, you know, to use in the owls 13th because floor, like... That was a dick move for everybody, but awesome, right? Where all of a sudden you're like, but it's my own 13th floor and these bastards have been hiding in it this whole time. And the owls are a natural predator of bats, so that's just a really clever... That was a nice... Really yeah, clever that was thing clever, to do. Yes. Yeah. And so it, he did... A, 
he did some stuff, and I think he may have had a lot of fun with it. The fact that he pulled in an original story that wasn't told when he was a young child of him finding and searching for the Court of Owls. That wasn't in the original. You know, he, it, he was able to claim something of his own at that time. Right. Yeah. And, and it fits, too. It doesn't yeah. feel like it had to be yeah. shoehorned mm. in there. It, but I did it's very like, believable that there could be this like underground society of the super wealthy people in Gotham. And yeah, so, that was so cool. Yeah. Well, I have to admit, though, you, you dig the fact that the artwork and the way that they um, told the story and the history and the way they had fun with it. And maybe that's a thing. You see a few times where Batman smiles, right? Mm-hmm. Like where he figures out he's going to get the bad guys on the helicopter and he does that sweet move. And he's actually having fun with his job. Usually Batman's extremely overtly but I love, serious. I love Capullo's Batman too. Yeah, he Capullo's does a great Batman job. Capullo's Batman has like a fat fucking neck. Like that motherfucker's been hit in the gym. Like he's got a neck yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah. But you do love the fact that he's slowly losing it. Right. And you do wonder what's in the water. Oh, and the, the design of the talons is so fucking awesome, yeah. too. Capullo knocked that shit out of the park. So there's obviously something wrong. Like their costume design? So yeah. how, okay. like this is my thing is, how cool. long was Batman actually down there? I, I always assumed that it was, like, Cause hours. Because here it was, like... I was thinking, like, a whole night, at least. Were, yeah. No, no, no. No, he leave it on. He was gone for quite like at it's least been a long time since I've read this. So eight days at least at this point, mm-hmm. right? But then I, you f- f- I yeah, I, I couldn't tell you how long, but I knew it was days. Yeah, but oh, okay. to go I always to this point it was like through the in night, eight but it days. No, because he's getting kind of gaunt, and then he comes across the water. Oh, and they're right. like, drink it. But and this is my thing, though. Balls. Eight days for oh, this. Fuck. He deteriorated in eight days. And so that's what I thought it was like. That seems a little fast for Batman to go down. I, I was hoping they would say like eight weeks. Because eight this, weeks? Well, no, he'd be, look he'd be at dead him. at that point. Eight weeks? No, but look at him. Are you telling me our Batman in eight days would go to this? Maybe not yours, but mine. Because you're a man and you're weak? Or... Sure. Let's, okay. Let's go with that. That's my, only thing. I wish they that's my only thing is I'm more anal retentive in the sense. I would like to know the more time anal frame. Retentive? Yeah, but I do have to admit, though, from here it's a little cold. But when the actual bat So the symbol, average person can live three days without water. Why, thank you. What was that? What was his name? What was the author's name? So Batman's even cooler than yeah. the was average it? man. Well, He's like Daladin. Twi- <laughs> I was it like, was. what was it? Rodaldin? Rodaldin. I was like, come on, Mary. So this was the interesting thing, because if you see, it was colder there, but when the bat symbol breaks, it was all snowy. So I'm just trying to figure out the timeline. I enjoyed it thoroughly. The it was timeline months. Does- that's what I was... He lived through, like, a whole summer in winter. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed Without it. water. I enjoyed it that super maze. awesomely a lot. Even though the average person could only go three days. I'm trying my hardest to, like, beat Mary. There's no way yeah. this podcast... It's also a great premise hard. for a story, too, because it's very humbling for Batman, thinking, like, here you are, you think you're this great detective... You think you know this city better than anyone, but here was this giant was like this underground society, society yeah. underneath your nose the it whole fucking time, and even you didn't know. Yeah, and then obviously there's some like stuff about Lincoln March and where does he come from and who were his parents and um, what were his parents involved yeah, in? Exactly, and that's kind of the the twist at the hey, end of the baby. book, which I think is pulled off pretty well, actually. The Lincoln March identity. So I enjoyed the book thoroughly. It's beautiful, every panel, and I really did like because I'm it used holds to. It up really well. If you're reading a lot of independent books, the twisty turns of when the pages start shifting and he's going down the spiral. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very well done. They didn't like heavy hand it. Yeah, like there's switch. a reason why people recommend this book it's one of the best like first batman stories you could probably give somebody because you don't really need to know anything about batman to read oh yes i recommend this all the time like you can know your basic stuff about batman and jump into this and be like whoa this book caught like everybody off guard like when the new 52 launch is like are you fucking reading batman like it it was just it was I, i couldn't i can't think of like a better like out of the gate 
first story arc for Scott Snyder to do because it just immediately got well, everyone's attention. We're like, all right, time your we're evil in. guy have no like faces. It's like these blink the masks. They're all creepy, awesome. right? Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't matter who you are. They're still creepy. And they yes. look really awesome. And then Roald Dahl came, came in at the end of it, and Roald Dahl Din was like turned your whole people. world upside oh, down. Was like, I was like, who's this Roald Dahl Din dude? I think this would make an awesome movie, and you wouldn't even have to change that much. You wouldn't even have to change all that much. With it being DC, they would probably change everything. They they probably would. (laughs) But like that would be a pretty. Did they do an animated? Wasn't the Batman and Robin one? And Batman supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. wasn't that supposed to be Court of the Owls? And I hear that's it's like half Court of the Owls. Yeah, those are people clubbing right there. That's one thing I thought. It's like the they were taking a selfie there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on there, but that one was. The Is that selfie. what you do when you go clubbing? You take well, no, like, come on! Did you see that? It felt like a selfie pic right there. Like, hey, podcast is very famous. Visual I'm sorry, yeah. we're all dolled in. Moving on. <laughs> Kyle, Iron Man Noir. I was gonna read Black noir. Mirror. And then I didn't, and then mm-hmm. uh, Tyler said he was going to, which then he didn't. Aww. So you should have just read. So I should have read uh, Black Mirror. I was not a responsible but, uh, man this week. <laughs> no. So Only back. responsible enough to do all the notes, but nothing there, else. There you go. Which is basically just opening up Wikipedia and reading Wikipedia. Oh! oh whoa, whoa, I had a copy Responsible men are oh, like catty bitches today. I had a copy today. and paste that shit. Did Give you? me my goddamn respect. I, so I can't remember what year uh, the noir books came out with, with Marvel, but uh, good. Snyder did the Iron Man noir. Uh, Everyone I had re- another thing was 2010, I think 2010. is what you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So everyone remembers the Spider-Man one that, because, you know, it was fun. They did X-Men. I think they did Luke, Luke Cage. Um, but I picked up the Iron Man one because the covers were uh, pretty cool. Uh, and this is basically uh, it, in, in Indiana Jones story. Um, okay. He's fighting the Nazis. Uh, he doesn't get into the Iron Man suit until... I do love fighting Nazis. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, he does not get into the Iron Man suit until the end of the third issue. And basically, the person that's wearing the Iron Man suit the first time you see it is Jarvis. Um. And yeah, he's just he's basically traveling the globe, searching for lost relics that you know. Uh, the second issue, second or third issue, they're searching for the lost city of Atlantis. Oh, okay. um, basically, he's trying to he's trying to because he's got the fucked up thing in his chest. Explores. He's trying to find something to power himself. Like, um, Some sort so of he doesn't supernatural die. thing to yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. The uh, the it opening, really the opening pages where you you would usually get the previously on and from Marvel, it's ba- it's a letter he's writing to Jarvis, oh, and okay. he's and it's a, a recap. Yeah, and it's That's basically clever. a recap he's sending to Jarvis, going, "This is what has happened." That's and, clever. Yeah, uh, it's really fun. He he's battling uh, uh, Zemo and um, who's the other guy? Who are the Ronald Nazi Dalton? guys? Hydra? No, no, no. The two. There's Did like you, Baron Zemo yeah, uh-huh. and. Uh, Mary's laughing. Because yeah. we were both thinking we're all dulled in. Yeah. They're um, done with that. But yeah, it's I, there's a pretty big Who twist the at artist? the end. That's not your, white. your mom. It's not black and white. Well, it doesn't have to be black, black and, white. and white. Yeah. I'm Mary's all like, just noir. There, there, there. That's black and white right there. There you go. Are you happy? Are you happy, are you Mary? Happy now? Cow, Mary. Look at him. Look at him. He's black and white. Noir She's never been happy. It's Manuel Garcia. Hmm. The it was nice. Yeah, it's nice, but yeah, it's it's got a very Indiana Jones thing. Um, like I said, there's a big twist at the end. I don't want to give away. Um, he has a boat that he hires out when they have to go to sea, and uh, Namor is his captain. Oh, um, his little right hand man, of course. There's Jarvis. Pepper Potts just pop does pop in there in issue two. Um, but yeah, he travels around. He usually has a. A writer that follows them around and they print these pulp magazines that are like the adventures of tony stark mm-hmm. telling of telling his adventures uh, in the first issue the guy that's following him around that's been writing his stories for a while gets killed um and pepper potts is the one who comes in to take the place and they're like because this is you know this is world war ii days and women that's crazy you know yeah. huh. 
And she's like, no, no, no. I write, I write under the name of, and it's like Frank something. And he's yeah. like, what? That guy is amazing. She's like, well, that's that's me. That's I write over un, under the pseudonym oh, okay. of this guy. She's like, okay, you can come with us. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. Check it out. I read this book about James, and he had a big peach. How was the pit? <laughs> I was like, did all the high school was, kids go hang out at the there peach was pit? A, a, a World Dalton. There was a spider no. in there, and there was like a, a centipede. Oh come on, man! Keep it together, woman. There was a big rhino, and he was scared of it because it killed his little mommy and daddy when he was small. <laughs> do you, oh, she do you remember her a little uh, bit. Black Mirror at all? Huh? Uh, I mean, I know I remember a lot about like Gordon's other kid and the, shit. The son who's yeah. the serial killer. It, no, it's not fresh enough to be able oh, okay. to. Okay, like, but I'd, I'd love shit. to talk about it because that, like I said, that was the thing that refueled my love of Batman. That's, I mean, that that for that me is like book. my favorite. It, that, that's my favorite era of Batman since I have read Batman. So that's only going the last 10, 15 years or so mm-hmm. that I've actively read Batman. But that Dick Grayson Batman era was some good shit for me. So. I was also scared of James and the Giant Peach as a child, including the <laughs> Goofy Roald Dalton. movie. Really? I was, I was scared movie. of the Goofy movie as well. I couldn't watch either one of those movies. Wow. James okay. and the Giant Peach. Yeah. I thought that thing was fascinating as a child. I thought it was amazing. No, I was scared of it. I it's couldn't watch great. it. I watched it well, one I didn't time watch and I never watched I read it the book. Again. I just, yeah. I still haven't I've never watched seen it all the, the way through. I've never seen the movie. I've I was like, book. I read the book when I was a kid. I read all, all his books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I watch Witches, though. <laughs> both of both versions. Yeah. I've seen both versions. The old one is scary. I'll watch those, but James and the Giant Peach scared the crap out of me. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on, Tyler. Um, Tyler. Before we pick next month's comic, uh, Creator Focus, we're going to do some weekly picks, so stay tuned for the end. For what? the end! To find out who Weekly we're talking about peaks. next month, peaks. Mary. Yes, yes. What have you seen or read or heard this week that you would like to recommend to the people? To the people. <laughs> Think of the um, people. Think of the people. So we, still... haven't, we haven't bust that one. Uh, we haven't dusted that one off the shelf and I'll get a little. <laughs> Let's see. Little I read dusty. Black Hammer Volume Two and I read Ha Ha. So I'll pick both of those. Did you like them? Did you like yes. Ha Ha? I liked Ha Ha. Tyler said that you didn't really care for it. You wanted something it. more. I felt, because I knew it was an anthology, so going into it, I'm like, this is all I'm going to get from this story, and I wanted more from that story. Mm-hmm. I liked it. it I wouldn't was, be I surprised. Did. I didn't hate it. I, I honestly means. wouldn't be surprised if they intertwine in some way, though. Well, I maybe. bet they, they're yeah. going to be like stories, and they're all going to kind we'll of... We'll see. Is it four, yeah. four issues? Or six, six, I think. Okay. I think it's we'll six. see. I mean, this is only the first one. So, so I'll oh. pick both of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ha was pretty sweet. I like the art. It's pretty. It was, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I like the art. Same uh, colorist that does Ice Cream Man as well with Debbie Maxwell Prince. Give but me like, a little bit on the hammers. I know you talked about the first volume. What happened in the, the second? Hammer, it, the Black Hammer, the hammer. is... Um, hammer. So our second volume, we go into a little more of... I think her name was Golden Gale. Uh, she is actually like a 50-year-old woman in like they a totally child's body. They totally stole on Golden Girls she, there. She uh she had a relationship before they were banished to this town that they can't leave. Barbalian, uh, turns out he's actually well, we find that out in the first volume. He's gay. He tries to pursue he wants a relationship with a priest. Uh priest says, Get out of here. That's a sin. <laughs> yeah. That, um, and we have that. Black Hammer's daughter has now joined their crew. And um Colonel Strange is uh, acting very suspicious. Like strange? Yeah. Okay, check. Acting very strange. Erin, what's your pick? I w- I'm going to go with two uh, more f- interesting uh, female kind of, uh, not feminist, but lately I've been noticing interesting things about when women kind of speak up. First one is The Ripper. It's a Netflix series. Interesting how it turned out uh, to be... Uh, more of a female kind of rights kind of thing. I wasn't expecting that. You think of a, a, a kind of a killer documentary following this killer, but you find out about like how it... And the Ripper is not like Jack the Ripper. 
just he's, to make that clear for everyone. He's basically the 70s versions of Jack the Ripper. Yeah. He basically, but because he wasn't, he wasn't strictly just prostitutes, right? Yeah. So they couldn't determine, they call him the Ripper now, like a second incarnation They called of him the, the York, Yorkshire Ripper. Yorkshire Ripper, yeah. Right, sorry. And that's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. The next one is a fascinating thing that Kylie actually had me watch. It was called Shadow in the Cloud. And let me tell you something about Shadow in the Cloud. As a female, you're like, oh no, they didn't. And then they did. And then they took it even farther because the premise and the inspiration came from World War II female fire, fire, fighter pilots. So most people, or I don't realize how many people don't know, is in World War II, there was a lot of female fighter pilots they were just told to go home after the war and everything of course for females didn't go well russia had some amazing women fighter pilots that were awesome uh this one was based in new zealand and australia and it is the chick from kick ass and it is awesome and she has um come on board with a very secret package and she has a mission, she has to get through, and there is an evil on the plane. And then it gets to be like, you gotta watch the trailer. But by the end of the movie, they didn't hold on. Like, they didn't hold back in the sense of, you thought maybe they would stop with her being a female character. Like, you know, when they kick ass, you thought they were gonna stop there. But it was at the very end of the movie, and I'm gonna have you watch it, you have to watch it because at the very end of the movie, you don't think they're going to go with what they went for. And then they did it. And it was just this empowering moment where you're like, well, mother of God, they did it. Because you didn't <laughs> think they would. And it's a very, I guess it's not very exciting. I don't know about you. I liked it. It was good. What was that called again one more time? Shadow in the Cloud. Shadow oh, in the you cloud. have to watch it. Because it really is, I would think for just intriguing like i told my mom she had to call me right after she finished watching it because it everything that built into it 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 was subtle there it wasn't thrown in your face but it was that last thing that was so taboo that they did where you're like oh they did i stood up and i don't know why you got such a big kick out of that because it's not it's not allowed it's not considered in movies or tv or well it's taboo like you had this kick-ass horror slash action movie and you thought that was going to happen at the end you don't think the pushback in the comments from dudes watching that movie you don't think they're gonna bitch about that ending yeah no i didn't think i don't but you're you are you but think about (laughs) the other men in the world that's an uncomfortable thing that's a considered a taboo thing, and they went with it. Okay, Fair I'm enough. curious. That's the one thing I wanted to see is how much pushback they got based on that ending. It kicked ass. Kylie, mm. what's your pick? Kylie, my pick. <clears throat> excuse me. My pick. My pick was what Kenny was telling me his pick uh, for indie of the year would have been, but I finally getting around to reading it like a week into the new year, and. I'll be damned. This this book would have been my my pick for indie book of the year. It's uh, Tinian. It's his image book, uh, Department of Truth. Okay. And holy shit, this this book is amazing. This James is Tynan the Fourth. And this Philip? is uh, right up my alley. It's all about conspiracy theories, but the concept <laughs> is if you get enough people to believe the conspiracy, it actually becomes truth. Which is true. Um, Not truth, but it's it, it gets spoken as fact. But I mean, no, like like you get enough people to believe the Earth is flat, and the Earth is flat. Oh, like okay. it, it's that kind of shit. That's kind of so. Cool. It's this the, these people that are trying to stop this from happening, basically. Mm-hmm. And the person running it all um, is kind of a spoiler for the first issue. They're four issues in, but the person running the Department of Truth is Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh shit. Um, but it's, it's, it's really good. The issue three was all about, um, damn, what was the school shooting that they were saying? Oh, these were all actors and it never happened. Um, no, Sandy Hook. There you go. It's all about Sandy Hook and a mother who lost her kid. 
Like she didn't pick up her phone when the kid had called and she heard him like die on the phone message. And she gets on the internet and goes to the message boards and like she gets kind of brainwashed to believe that yes, they were actors and they did this. And like it, that issue was really good, but oh, it's such a, such a good book. It's really good. Hell yeah. Um, my weekly pick. I, re- I did catch up on some comic books this week. I read Ha Ha as well. Um, I'm really enjoying the new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers book from Boom. Uh, issue, I think, four came out this week. Now, which one are you reading? Uh, Mighty Morphin. Okay. Um, Ryan Parrott's writing it. It's really, really good. I'm really enjoying the hell out of it. The art's awesome. Um, I don't know why Boom chose to do... Uh, a, a relaunch and a rebrand of the Power Rangers book. But for whatever reason they did, but the quality hasn't dipped. It, it feels like the same. Okay. They, they didn't start over. It's still... They've just continued the continued story. going, but it, for whatever reason they renumbered the book. But uh, I, I I checked out of Power Rangers for a little while after Shattered Grid, and this is kind of coming And it didn't back. really go much longer after Shattered Grid, I don't think, Shattered before Grid, they did this. Yeah, Shattered so. Grid ended in like 2018, 2019. So it really? It was good, like a year and a half, mm, two okay. years. Yeah, so... I know Gogo died shortly after that. Yeah, so but I'm really enjoying it and if you're a Power Rangers fan, I can't imagine you wouldn't you wouldn't enjoy this as well. So check that out. If you're interested, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Um Yeah. Kylie, it is your duty now. Oh, yes. To duty. choose duty. Next month's creator focus of who of who I'll most likely be doing no sure There's no spider in there this time. So loud. Is there a big peach? Is there a peach in there? <laughs> Roll doll did. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Terry Dodson. Oh shit. Right on. Well you what? failed you failed yeah, the podcast. You failed, yeah, you right failed the podcast. <laughs> get get the fuck out of here. <laughs> What's he written? What have they written? How progressive of you! Wow. What if the what has this person he. written? Uh, why, yeah. What did? Why, what made you say they exactly? <laughs> Gender neutral pronouns. <laughs> Terry can go oh, either way. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's like because he does I work with his wife. I did say he at first, but he does I work with his wife myself. a lot. Uh, he's, he's an, an artist. artist. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Boobs. Ooh, I'm gonna do. Uh, boobs? <laughs> I'm gonna Terry do. Uh, boobs. Yeah, I'm gonna do some oh, boobs. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm gonna do Terry uh, and uh, Rachel, I believe, is his wife. Yeah, they, they work together. So I'm gonna do that. Uh, the statues, Marvel Knights, Terry Dodson's in our house. The Mark all Miller of the Spider-Man. beautiful. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, right on. That's a good book. I haven't read that in a good little while. Maybe I'll do Jungle Girl. Mm. He's it's gorgeous. His women are beautiful, and they got big honkers. So. <laughs> mm. He draws it. He draws. He draws a nice female. Oh really? uh, yeah. No, he. It's a beautiful. <laughs> he draws female. a nice female. <laughs> they're gorgeous, and even I am like, well played, my friends. But it's they're stunning. His Wonder Woman. They did a whole freaking. Oh, his Wonder Woman covers. Series. He just did all or those is, fucking Wonder Woman covers. Oh, is, yeah. It's all in our house. All the beautiful female statues. Terry Dotson did those. So. so that's the podcast, you guys. Next week is Rachel Rising Comic Book Club. Right, yes. Yeah. For volume two of Rachel Rising. And then next month we're going to be talking about Terry Dodson. So peace out, guys. Until next week, my name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. I'm Roll Doll Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Rolled had to do it. Fuck Comicscape. Roll Doll Dead. <laughs> <laughs>